Hello and welcome to the Academy of Conscious Creators podcast, where we have extraordinary discussions to empower you to create the story of your life. Each week, you will discover how to overcome painful patterns of mental, emotional and physical distress, how to drop the mask of your public persona, and revolutionary steps of what you can do to awaken your true health and potential. You have the power to create a new story of your life starting right now. So, what's your story? Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us the most. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. This is a quote from author and spiritual leader, Marianne Williamson, and one that I have on my wall. So if you've been feeling that you're not reaching your true potential, or living a purposeful life, have you ever wondered if it could be you holding yourself back? I'm your host, Victoria, and welcome to today's show, where Pete and I will look at reasons why we fear success and how we can escape from failure. Hi there, Pete. Good evening. Good evening, Victoria. How are you? Very good? I'm good. Excellent. Hi, audience. Good to be back with you once again. Excellent. Welcome. So we all hold beliefs about um, all kinds of things, and they have a direct influence over what we achieve or not. So if we have empowering beliefs, our achievements can feel seemingly effortless. And if we have self-limiting beliefs, however, it can often feel like we're pushing a big rock up a steep hill. And quite often, when we aren't living the life we want to live, we find that there is always someone or something else to blame. But what if we took back control so that we could step into the starring role of our lives? Yes, what if, what indeed, it would definitely be um, a very, very different state of affairs. And just before we kind of, you know, get into the meat of this and really start to unpack it um, for the audience, you know, I just want to reinforce the fact that you know, we've been tackling the, kind of, you know, the belief empowerment and the, um, the storytelling topic now from a slightly different angle each week. In order that we can really drive home, you know, how, how powerful you truly are in terms of being able to change your life and redirect it in the way that you want it to be. So um, with that said, I just want to, in the audience, just to take a minute to really kind of feel into the idea of how great it would be if you couldn't fail at life. So what I'd like you to do is just literally for the next 20 seconds or so, maybe just close your eyes gently. Just go inside and just really kind of you know live the idea and feel into the idea of wow, what if I couldn't fail? Ten seconds. And then I invite you to open your eyes and just come back 
So feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it should, because basically what that is, that's that's a glimpse into the potential of what you really do have inside you. So what I'd like you to do is to hold on to that feeling as we kind of switch gears and then start to remember what we were saying in last week's episode about the three main causes of not what's behind then what three main causes behind you not reaching your goals so if you recall the first one was fear of success then we had fear of failure and then the other one was not being good enough now interestingly enough is that when you look at these three i think you can actually boil them down into you know into two tighter subcategories so the first is that you're either executing a a self-fulfilling prophecy of some kind where you're attracting you know what you what you're expecting subconsciously into your experience that's one or you're running some kind of self-sabotage program where ultimately you cause yourself to i guess self-destruct uh in some kind of way and that self-destruction invariably comes through you not doing enough of something or some things or you doing too much of something or some things. So I'm really keen for us to you know, help the audience you know, unpack these these two subcategories and get to grips with uh, you know what their mind's doing and how they can wrest that control and deliver the outcomes that they want. Yeah, yeah, because um, you know if we self sabotage, then we end up developing defence mechanisms. Um, so it's kind of to hide our inadequacy, which we open, you know the quote that we opened with earlier and so you know our behaviors might be to avoid or procrastinate or you know tell ourselves that oh it doesn't matter it wasn't going to work out anyway so we're kind of already preempting the outcome before we've even tried um on the other end of the scale is when you're overdoing overgiving overeating overspending all of those um over um habits that you were just talking about Pete. And um, the self-fulfilling prophecies, I guess, is um, when an experience shows up in our life and, you know, there's a sense of familiarity about it. And so what tends to happen is that we just kick into that old belief pattern that, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to get the same results as we did before. It's going to end up in the same outcome. And of course, if that outcome wasn't to our, our liking, then it automatically sends us into Yes, you know, fear and panic and um, anxiety, perhaps. Um, so, what if we looked at each experience as an opportunity to learn? So, if you didn't like something um, or something didn't work out as you'd liked, um, rather than kind of berate yourself or condemn yourself or others, what if we looked at it like an oops moment? Imagine, you know, when we were that little toddler learning to walk and each time we fall down, you kind of just get back up and you persevere. But this time you're a little bit wiser, having learned from your mistakes, Um, because really you only fail and get stuck if you're, you know, you're not even participating. Um, And of course, fearing change is quite normal, Um, yet change really is the only thing we can be certain of. Um, and so if we approach it from a new perspective um, and, you know, rather than being, and no, sorry, noticing that when we're um, 
you know, when we get triggered and feel fearful about going into the to the unknown, actually that fear brings us into the present moment, and that's that's where our intuition lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can start to then recognize the message behind the fear and really feel into that. So we might ask ourselves, you know, am I afraid because it feels uncomfortable? And that could actually mean that I'm expanding out of my comfort zone into, you know, new, potentially exciting experience. Or is it a warning sign that I'm going down the wrong path and therefore, you know, that feeling in the body feels a bit more tight and restrictive. But yeah, Pete, it's not always uh, easy to to distinguish, is it? No, quite. And um, some great points raised because I think, as we as we've talked about before, it, it's important to to practice going on the inside so that we can you know, exercise discernment when there's similarity of feelings. So, for example, you know, when you're anxious about something and nervous, that's a very very similar to, similar similar feeling to being excited mm. so you know not not much difference but again it's about yeah understanding the nuances of them and so you know when, when we find that we are feeling uncomfortable our default tends to be to come from a, a place of fear um which means we tend to go for the the, the, uh, the quick fix as an option um you know the kind of the short-term survival option which therefore means that you're more about coming from survival mode or working in survival mode rather than putting yourself into the mode of the creator so it's um you know it's really about trying to maximize your potential to create stuff from a more expansive perspective rather than you know a really like myopic one and just just to add to that i guess another factor to consider is that because we live in a society where we've got instant gratification yeah everywhere we turn whether it's you know you go onto Amazon and you can get your your book delivered by ten o'clock that night, or you, you know you can kind of call up some food with delivery and ding dong, it's there in fifteen minutes, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we're we're being conditioned to go for the option which delivers stuff now. So it's not surprising that when tough, sorry, when times get a bit tough, that we tend to default to, well, let me just come and take the quick the quick route now, just to get you know, just to get over and done with. So we've got this programming that's been, I guess, quite you know, very quite deep within our psyches now, certainly over the last 20 or so years, where it's like, hey, what's the quickest way to get what I want or to get out of a situation? Speed, speed, speed. But ultimately, you know, this this short-term survival instinct and that kind of myopic viewpoint, you know, it's not always the best for our long-term benefit. Uh, and as you mentioned about the intuition, right? You know, the intuition tends to kind of link us to you know, more often than not to the longer term play yeah you know the interest knows what's down the road so i think what's important is that you know when you're in pursuit of your goals that the focal point that you have is in the focal point in the future is okay well what's the benefit going to be for not only me but also for those associated with me or you know, impacted by me in some way shape or form so what you want to try and go for is or focus on is the holistic outcome of the goal that you're pursuing and um you know, think about the benefit that everyone's going to get by you attaining what you're going after and don't give up when the going gets tough so you know it's not about instant gratification 
to either get you out of some pain or to get like a, a lesser version of what you're going after. Think about the longer term benefit. Now everyone is going to be impacted and benefit. And you're right, like, you know, if we're thinking about other people that it impacts, then actually, you know, you, you hope that they're going to support this goal and be encouraging of it. Um, you know, and so when we slip into those patterns, you know, we've all heard, you know, each of us will come up with an excuse like, oh, but, and it's the big but, isn't it? Like, oh, but um, I'm not this or I'm not that or but I don't have this or that yet um you know those kind of um avoid I suppose excuses should we say mm-hmm. uh, to stop us from you know actually carrying on down the path that we really really want to have and we're so therefore we're sort of seeking to be perfect we've got to have it all figured out and um so then we feel worthy of actually having that success that we really sort of dream of and when we're um, coming from that sort of modality, then that would kind of backfire because we're putting too much expectations on ourselves of what we should or shouldn't be in order to have what it is that we, we desire. And so we kind of, you know, it goes back to that self-fulfilling prophecy where we set ourselves up for failure and we keep um, that loop going of feeling like a failure. Mm. So, you know, there's some truth in that saying, feel the fear and do it anyway. That's right. Because science shows or tells us that fear, um, it, it, it incubates over time. So if we don't deal with the fear and face it, then, you know, what will happen is it will grow. Mm-hmm. And so even though we may not feel ready, um, we actually learn by being challenged, um, not from it being easy. Yeah. Let's um, let's share some tools and techniques to help our audience overcome um, some of their fears. And, you know, that really starts with just accepting like who we are right now and, and what we have right now in our lives. Mm, yeah. And uh, again, some, some excellent points uh, that you, you brought into play at, at the end of um, you know, your, uh, your little speech there. So, <laughs> so, I mean, look, I think the key thing, as, as, a, as an exercise, not so much as an exercise, but as a as a, a new way of being, right? Because it's not just something that, you, that we want you to do and practice now. <laughs> we want this to be and become part of who you are. But it's, essentially, it's about holding your thoughts to account, if you like. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Because when a thought comes to your mind and you hear a story going on, you know, it's, it's down to you to hold up a mirror, if you like, to the thoughts and say, you know, are you true? Is this really true, what I'm hearing, what's happening here? You know, these thoughts need to be put through the ringer, as it were, <laughs> to justify why they're there. So for me, it's all about challenging the stories, right? Challenging the belief systems that you've got, that you've got you know, the tape recorder. I'm not just showing my age there, but, you know, the, the, the tape recorder of, of thoughts and, and, and voices stuff going through your head, you know, is what I am hearing correct? Is this story that I'm buying into the real deal? And if it's not, because for example, you know, you might be buying into something just based on your gender, you might be buying into something based on your race or what class you are, is what you're buying into and listening to, you know, truth for you. So don't take these things that are in your mind on face value. It's about, yeah, hold up the mirror of truth and say, are you true? Are you not? And if you're not, then 
get out. I'm going to put something in there that is true. That's going to work for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, good, uh, good practice there, Pete. And um, yeah, one to, like you said, not just an exercise, but one to kind of be mindful of um, day to mm. day. And um, another thing that we can do to kind of interrupt that storytelling mind that you were talking about is, um, you know, instead of asking, you know, why is this happening to me? Ask sort of where is this happening? And start to notice, well, when I think these thoughts or when I have these beliefs about what is possible for me, you know, where do I notice it in the body? And then just breathe into that sensation in the body. Um, because it's a great exercise to really get you present to what's actually going on inside of you um, rather than getting into the story of who did or said what um, and who's right or who's wrong um, with regard to what what just happened. Um, And of course, the good news is that the more you start to feel your painful feelings and just accept that right now, let's, you know, for example, let's say right now I feel sad and allow yourself to feel that sadness without judging it, then also um, you'll get to experience um, more pleasurable um, times in in, in, it, in all its fullness. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's as if what you're saying is that there's this um, equal and opposite force going on. So you know, the more you're able to to dive into and go through any uncomfortableness if that's a word, <laughs> any discomfort or, or pain or whatever, you know, the more you're able to immerse into that and go through and break through it. On the other side, the further you're able to go onto the pleasurable side of things as well. So that actually sounds like a law of physics. And if I cast my mind back to Newton, who had three laws of motion, I think Newton's third law is that for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction so in other words the more we can go into yeah our discomfort the more we're able to rebound and go back into the pleasure side on the other uh, on the other scale so um yeah good stuff so no kind of wrapping all that up so well good point pete because all those um all those scientists you know people that are looking for the science behind what we're talking about yeah exactly yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's not just theory. <laughs> it's backed up by a guy who had an apple form in his head. So don't be held hostage by your thoughts because they are malleable. They can be changed. And if you find out that they're not true and they're not working for you, get rid of them and bring in some new ones. So, yeah, there you go. Nice. Nice finishing note there, Pete. Thank you. So um, just to recap for everyone listening, um, we shared that our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate, it is actually our potential for success that frightens us the most. Um, we talked about um, having, by, by being able, able to overcome this fear, um, then actually you have power to open to new possibilities and co-create a life that you do want to live. So if you feel like you need to jump on this now, Grab a complimentary session with one of us by contacting us at our website, which is www.wearetac.com and discuss a coaching program just for you. And you can also join the discussion that Pete and I will be having next week at seven o'clock by submitting any of your comments or questions to our Facebook page, which is the Academy of Conscious Creators. And do join us again next week 
where we will offer further insights on how to break these cycles by remembering who you are and what really matters. So thank you, Pete. Thank you, thank you, audience. Good to have you here again and have a great evening, everyone. Okay, take care.